Hi, and welcome to F&I Talk Outside the Box from EFG Companies. Today's podcast is brought to you by EFG Companies' new Motorist Assistance Plan, otherwise called MAP. You'll get a chance to learn more about MAP and how it can be tailored for your customers to boost your bottom line later in this episode. I'm Steve Renau, Vice President of Training and Compliance at EFG Companies. And I'm Dave Gibbs. I'm a training manager with EFG. I'm Jason, and I'm also a training manager with EFG. Dave, Jason, and I will be your hosts for today's podcast, where we will be discussing the challenges FI managers are facing in this ongoing COVID-19 environment with combating fraud and identity theft. The Association of Certified Fraud Examiners calls it the fraud triangle, pressure, opportunity, and rationalization. Pressure. Today's uh, staff is is down. The new norm is to do more with less people. And in some businesses, uh, business is good. But this is at a time when the coronavirus measures increase burdens on all employees. So that adds to the pressure. Opportunity. Well, more requests for business to be conducted online, leading to more crime or attempted crimes. And rationalization. You know, uh, I use the checklist. I have a driver's license and credit card. This is a good deal. We need to get it done. Rationalization is not intended to be personal. We all rationalize, especially on tasks we're familiar with. This is our environment. Pressure, opportunity, rationalization. Prior to COVID-19, identity theft was on the rise. But now I hear of an increase in many dealerships. More imposters are trying and some succeeding with fraud. Dave, why don't you start with some best practices to help us combat fraud? Of course, Steve. You know, the reality is a lot of F&I managers feel the need to keep the deals moving through their office, right? And how that often leads to people skipping over essential processes and, to be honest, making errors in judgment that can prove to be costly for the dealership. Recently, one large dealer group has been hit with multiple cases of fraud, and in reviewing each case, it was easy to see all could have been caught if the FNI producer would have simply checked the signature on the ID with the rest of the paperwork. So looking back, it's easy to see that not only did the signatures not look alike on the ID, no two signatures even looked alike throughout the paperwork. The first time to look at the signature and compare it to the driver's license or ID is when the credit application is first filled out. So here are some recommended best practices to help us with this process. With every customer, compare the information on the credit bureau with the credit application. This could be name, addresses, date of birth, social security number, even their length of residency, employment, or job time. Also, compare the signatures on the credit applications to any forms of identification you may have. And finally, a best practice is to also check again at the time of contracting and review all signatures against the driver's license or the ID that you have handy, Steve. You've heard every objection in the book when selling a VSC. Just like Goldilocks and her porridge, your customers want that perfect fit. How can a perfect fit for them increase your dealership's bottom line by up to $1,800 per month? It's simple. With EFG's MAP, you can create a completely custom plan tailored exactly to the driving habits and budget of your customers. It's so easy to sell. 
with condensed coverage levels, expanded surcharges and deductibles, and terms in 2,500 mile increments. Give your customers exactly what they want to increase customer satisfaction and product penetration. Sign up for MAP today and prepare to take your F&I profitability to the next level. Go to efgcompanies.com for more details. Thanks, Dave. That was great. Uh, Jason, will you discuss best practices for online and over-the-phone or remote deals? Sure, Steve. You know, first of all, when we have an out-of-state customer or when the consumer is not present or situations in which the customer in the dealership is acting on someone else's behalf, regardless of the reason given, we call this a phantom buyer and an extra and extra precautions are needed. Uh, this would also apply to a consumer using a co-signer or a guarantor who is out of state or just not present. Um, so let's look, if arranging a credit sale, request the consumer to access the dealership secured online website to fill out a credit application. Ask for a driver's license or a state, you know, our government ID before obtaining a credit bureau or prior to securing financing for the customer. Um, use the DMS to obtain any red flags and OFAC on the out-of-state consumer. Uh, best practices is to require that the documents be signed and verified by a notary public on all off-site transactions, and fingerprinting is also a good deterrent uh, to fraud, and that works very well. Uh, if the consumer is a cash buyer or claim to be using an outside funding source, verify the funds prior to the consummation of the deal and you know, wait for that check to clear before delivering. I know that's not popular. Uh, and finally, on all phantom buyers, use of challenge questions to ensure customers are who they say they are, even if the initial red flags check is cleared through the DMS. Jason, those are great tips. Thanks. In addition, I would add a few simple things. When checking a driver's license, take a good hard look. Compare it to the customer. Take out your own. Compare the size of the picture with yours and compare the layout. Also look at the bureau. If multiple credit cards are listed, ask for them. Customers who, they, who are who they say they are should have no trouble in providing those. Ask additional out-of-wall questions utilizing the credit bureau. The customer must be able to provide authenticating information beyond which generally would be available from a wallet. And use the internet and social media as additional resources to assist in verifying a customer's identity. Check LinkedIn and Facebook or other social media by putting in the customer's name and hometown and look at those pictures. I know of several cases of identity theft that were stopped by doing just that. The golden rule here is if you're unable to confidently resolve discrepancies, get someone else involved. That's all for today. If you want to get in touch with us to let us know more about how we impacted your business or to ask questions for us to answer on the next podcast, don't hesitate to email us at trainingservices at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. And thanks for listening to our show today. If you like what you've heard, please rate us in Google Play or the iTunes Store. And be sure to subscribe to hear more F&I Talk Outside the Box. And for more information on EFG's training services, visit www.efgcompanies.com. An EFG Production.